previously on the mortal path. Nerium, Nerium, I have a really important question. Nerium, is this serious? Yeah. Will you come to my birthday party? Either of us have another one, yeah. That's good. And then Tara falls over. <laughs> well, what do you want to know? I don't know. Where'd you come from? What's your mum's name? What do you do for a living? <laughs> for a living? Well, I, uh, I travel about, you know, various things here and there. This is exactly what I'm fucking talking about, Tara. <laughs> you know, I've got a lot going on. This and that, little bit woo, little bit wah. <laughs> it's pretty simple, you know. I show up somewhere, uh, I start talking to people, and people... Uh, Pay you to leave? And then I find a way to make some money. It's pretty... Well, that's happened a few times. Tell me, did you... Uh, did you mean what you said? About what? About, you know, uh, uh, her hurting your friend? Uh, I said that? Uh, oh, I mean, yes, well, you're not... I don't... I don't not like you. No, it's alright, it's alright, it's fine. It's fine. It's just, we we seem to be drawn together by something, and... Yeah, no, no, I get it, I get it. Uh, perhaps you ought to go see if Index is alright. sitting in the tiered seats of the blood sands watching this quote-unquote trial start to unfurl and as Eusebius like clangs her two sides together she takes this kind of like deep breath and lets out this just this roar and kind of like kind of like Dragon Ball Z style like she super saiyans of it and you literally see like like I don't know what that is okay well she her mus her muscles get real big <laughs> and her hair goes up a bit little vein popping in her neck yeah so you you see this kind of transformation take place but the most shocking thing is like as she like opens her mouth to let out this this roar this scream there is this thick plume of what looks like white cloud that just kind of like almost like a geyser rushes up into the air and it doesn't like like twist like steam it, it looks much more solid kind of as i thought at 3am this morning when i was imagining i was like like a really really good vape kind of image like just like a big cloud of um, this white smoke yes there aren't any good vapes okay well is this like when gotenks makes the ghosts yes it's like from like inside her she just like breathes out this like huge plume of cloud and as like she is clearly getting ready to start this fight you all three of you notice movement in one of the the wings and you see these three huge like human skeletons that are sitting on these three chairs and they're each kind of like robed and they and they all three of them move at once to stand and they hold out their hands and there is a second of silence that falls over the ring and they, all three of them speak at once, but it's kind of like this like one voice that rings out and it just goes, let the trials begin. And they sit back down. And the fights are bloody and violent and Eusebius tears apart the defendants just again and again. And you can see very clearly why Findex 
and people like Findex might be very, very, very afraid of her. The crowd is going wild. People are loving it. There's just like a lot of cheering. It's, it's a very kind of like Roman gladiatorial type atmosphere happening here. Is there anything during this that you particularly want to do? We came to this um, fight with um, Indabar Amber, didn't we? Yes, Indabar. Are they yes. still is Indabar still escorting us? She's kind of yeah. She's sitting next to you. She's paying attention to the fight though. So we would be able to sort of say, um, how often does this happen? Oh, every fortnight, every few weeks or so. Whenever there's enough prisoners. Every fortnight. Well, whenever there's enough to sort of make a good trial. Right, trial. I feel like that's an interesting word to use here. Do, do what kind of process do these people go through before they get slung into a arena with a mad screaming dragon who seems to have gone out? Oh, okay. You're new here, so you're not gonna. You're just not gonna say those words again, real quick. Especially not here with me. Thank you. Um. So when when you are accused, you are given uh, one of the singing blades. And you go and and you you are your own defense against the prosecution, which is of course uh, the the queen or the king. Um, sometimes the, the queen or the king might might hire a prosecutor, but Queen Eusebia she she likes to do it herself. Um, she's very good in the courts. So um, you just don't break any rules if you think that you can't put up a good enough defense. Right. Is the defense just a fight? Well, yes. We have had a couple of occasions in in the past where during the fight a singing blade has shattered and and that's generally taken as a sign of of um of either uh, guilt or innocence depending on on whose blade shatters but that hasn't happened for quite a while so yeah it's 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 as you see was uh, in the past one of your relatives <laughs> hey this isn't okay <laughs> this is not okay Nerium Sniggers. That's wow. Okay, maybe that's alien humor. <laughs> yeah, I think it might Good, be. Great joke. Well, so this amount of prisoners is a normal amount then, once a fortnight. Oh well, just at the moment we've been having so much trouble with the rebels. You see, there's um, there's plenty at, at the moment. Roughly how many people have we seen killed? Uh, at this point, about three. Uh, These fights are not lasting very long, but there's a there's a pause between each one. Yeah, she probably wants a drink, drink of water or something in between. Oh, blood. <laughs> uh, well, uh, not blood. Uh, oh, God, no. Who, what kind of person would drink blood? We heard that the guards might be selected in, in the blood sounds. Do the guards have to fight the queen? Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, so we also, we do, there are smaller fights in the blood sands it's also used as a fighting arena um so those those take place uh, every every week or so there'll be a, a crowd of people who just want to to fight there's some you know there's some gambling there's some betting you can you can earn quite a lot of honor and a lot of people want to to follow in queen eusebius's footsteps after all she started out as on the lowest rung of the gladiators and and fought her way up until she was noticed by the crown prince very very romantic and um no, so so when the guards when they when they join the barracks after a bit of training, they have their fights in the blood sands, and and that's kind of every time there's enough again to to sort of um, have them be part of the military. You know, you you don't just want when one person signs up. So uh, yeah, there's there's lots of different fights. This is a trial. This is a bit different. Can I look around? Are the people around us fairly heavily armed as a, on a day to day basis? Because this seems to be a very martial culture. Make me a perception check. 
Roll you a dice, really? Roll me a dice. It's to see if you can see the armor they're wearing. If you can't, they're naked. That's a ten. You roll the one, all you see is dick. That's that's not rolling a one. The crowds are really tightly packed. It's quite hard to see. You can see a couple of people who look like they've got military garb on, who do have weapons of a sort. But you also see quite a lot of who kind of look like common folk without weapons. You get the idea that while there is a lot of violence, it's in very set locations at set hmm. times. Okay, so it's not. Um, out of interest, given that I am under three feet tall, can I actually see anything? You have to, like, stand on your chair to really see yeah. stuff. Yeah, okay, fair days. I'm used to that. Yeah. Am I right in thinking we've all got our weapons on? Because they, they didn't take our weapons away or anything. They just let us roam yeah. around the streets with Mine's weapons. Mine's concealed. Yeah, well, you've got your military seals on, so nobody's okay. your military badges. So mm. nobody's like looking at you funny, but you do still have your weapons. Yeah. I look like I don't, though, because mine is kept in uh, a pocket in my skirt. That's very true. I'm going to ask Indabar and say, Indabar, I, I get the feeling that sort of, this is the sort of place where you could probably get really good um, weaponry if you needed it, if you thought you were going to go and try and find some honour in the, in the blood sands and, and stuff. Is there a place near here that, like, you know, an armourer's, somewhere that makes swords and things, in case I wanted one? Yes, absolutely. Uh, my, my name's Indivar, by the way, with, with a V, but yeah, no. Um... Oh, I'm sorry. I do apologise. I think it's, it's, it's an alien pronunciation to me, you see. Oh, you don't mind if I call you Indivar, do you? I don't mean anything by it. Well, it's not really my name. Okay. Um, whereabouts then? Were you saying? Oh, uh, no. There, there is a blacksmith. It's over by the the fire gate. It's it's called the Iron Forged. They do very good weaponry there. Oh, that's brilliant. Thank you very much. Hey, if I want to buy some clothes, this this shirt is pretty ratty. Where would I go for that? Oh, um, if you want clothes that that aren't just from the general goods, then uh, you'll probably want to go to the Jackal Run. It's this amazing place it's just full of all these little vendors and shops and and all sorts it's it's good fun it's, it's very close to here actually it's it's just opposite all right sounds good and uh, uh what else is on the same street as the cat's cradle by the way wow you really want me to look at this map a lot yeah i'm, I'm just interested oh you you mean along the fire road yeah what's what's what sort of area is that well there's there's um there's a couple of bistros oh bistros <laughs> <laughs> Starbucks, of course. You get those everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> here, here we call it a caster coffee. Um, <laughs> well, we there's, um, I suppose, a place that you... There's that stinking troll we passed. There's a stinking troll, absolutely. There's also um, the, the gem lenders. That's very beautiful. They've got specimens of, of all sorts of the gems that you can you can find in the mines. It's, it's really lovely. It's almost more of a little kind of a museum as well as a sort of money lender type situation oh god oh no what okay no that's fine yubi's just realized they gave ious and a money lender (laughs) (laughs) this is fine i don't is there some like is there some exploit here this makes my plan much easier there is an exploit here (laughs) there's an exploit exploit. (laughs) there's an exploit (laughs) i don't know how this works but let's let's go for it (laughs) Okay, that's fine. I just, I was, I was like, there's a gem lender. <laughs> okay, good. Oh, great, fantastic. And she, she, there are some other sort of stores and things. What, what are you looking for? 
really, I suppose. No, that seems sounds sounds alright. Um, I'll, I'll I'll have a look around later. I would really recommend that. Tembrun is a wonderful city, and it's very safe at night. Yeah. Um. So this thinking troll that doesn't look like too rough a a, a sort of place, does it? It's well, no. I I wouldn't I wouldn't go there. It's um. Uh, it's 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 just got people of a sort of bad bad sort in there for the most part. You you know right. you can get everything that you you could get there at the cat's cradle. So oh, are you licensed? I hadn't realised. Wasn't the stinking troll that place that some rebels were being dragged out of, which we passed on the way here? Who oh yeah, see that guy? Oh sorry, that bits of the guy <laughs> in the sand down there. Yeah. He was in the stinking troll. It's the sort of place criminals go then, is it? Yes, and we wouldn't want to go there, would we, Nery? We hate criminals. If I know anything about us. I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure. I I would avoid the, the stinking troll. It, it has regular patrols as well, so, you know. Right. So the rest of the fight, I mean, the rest of the trial continues. And at the end of it, Eusebius is like she's battered and like she's bloody and she's got new kind of like cuts and gashes and you know like she has fought and, and some of them put up a pretty good defense to be fair um but in the end uh her her case won out and as the final kind of like bits of the last defendant lay scattered in in the bloody sands the three skeletons stand again and again these are like seven foot eight foot tall skeletons and as you look at them again you can see that these bones of theirs they're like wind blasted they are kind of these very ancient looking skeletons and again they like hold their hands up and they say the trial is complete and they sit down again and people start to filter out of the blood sands so it's evening now yeah yeah it's about 7 7 p.m i think i can't remember can't remember what i said last time well, I mean, I imagine we make our, our way obediently and law-abidingly back to the cat's cradle. You absolutely don't have to. In in, in fact, Indivar will say her, her kind of quick goodbye saying that I have to get back before the, 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 the rush comes, but feel free to explore the city. Um, bye. And she very quickly hightails it out of there. I'll, I'll, I'll catch up with you guys uh, later. Well, tomorrow. See you tomorrow. All right. Are you sure, Taro? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll catch up with you tomorrow. Oh, all right. Sleep well. Tara vanishes into the ether, or crowd. Well, or it something. yeah, the crowd walk, yeah. walks away down a road. You do, and actually, as you three are, are chatting and you look around, one thing you notice that you didn't see before is that several of like the people who look like they're very high-ranking military, or they're kind of more, um, more gilded and glitzed out, the more kind of like noble-looking folk, they are riding velociraptors. They are riding <laughs> like these lizard-like. Yes! two-legged creatures yes. and they kind of like skitter off down the streets there aren't many of them Fuck these yes. look like they are incredibly high-end luxury <laughs> but there are enough for you to notice and go what the fuck because you know you ain't never seen one of those before I, we ain't never seen nobody riding a levita loca before <laughs> to be fair we've never seen a lizardman before either so i think by this point we've got like oh, whatever this is real right it's fine no, no oh, biggie it's a new friend i guess yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. this isn't your average levita loca this is a luxury <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can fit so many in this <laughs> not to 60 <laughs> Oh, God. oh yeah. goodness! Okay, so yeah. Taro Taro disappears. Neriam and, and Nat, where are you guys heading? Um, I am going to amble in the direction of the House of Learning and scope it from the opposite side of the street. Okay, and Nat. 
Uh, I think Nat's going to tag along with Naria. Okay, cool. <laughs> I mean, three's company, lads. We're just having a look around, Nat. It's fine. We're just look. We're just sort of <laughs> looking at the area and getting a feel for the sort of place that we find ourselves in. That, that's exactly what to do. What I want to do. I think uh, tonight I'll, I'll I'll try and walk around the whole city and to make sure I've got my bearings. That's that's a fine plan. That's a very fine plan. Oh, can we just stop here for a sec? Because I just I'm just I'm just having a look at that place over there. Sure. It is a very nice building. It looks like it's well kept. There are patrons going in and out. Lights on in the windows. You see some some guards stationed outside. It looks like it's it's pretty regulated and controlled, which is a good yeah. thing. Like there's, it's an there's excellent not, thing. Yeah, looks expensive though. Well, I mean, it's not the laughing cat, is it? It's it's not a the laughing high cat. end. Yeah. Right. Okay. I'm going to. Just, Nat, can I just... You can come with me if you want to, but I completely understand if you don't. I'm just going to go in and have what might be an awkward conversation with somebody. Oh, yes, I think I'll do the same. And then walk in exactly the opposite direction to you, into the <laughs> library, which is just yeah. across the street. Hey! <laughs> yeah. Perfect! Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so, um, you, you've all got a place we to go. We went to so a gonna... totally new city. We know it's violent. We're in an alien planet and we split the party immediately. <laughs> I love it. This is very good. You're in downtime. It's, it's, it's... They told us it was very safe. They told us it was very safe. Yeah. It's very safe, as long as you don't fuck up. So, uh, let's ah. start with... Let's... <laughs> 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 okay, so, Taro, you're heading, I guess, to... where? Well, where are you heading? I'm going to interject with some stuff later, but it's fine. We'll go to the Jackal Run. Let's go. So you head to the Jackal Run, and as Indivar said, it is this kind of mishmash of these tiny little shops, and they're all kind of like crowded on top of each other. Um, if anybody has ever been to Harajuku, um, to Takeshitadori, it's kind of like that, which is like the fashion street. And you see all of these like amazing garments that are being handed out. There's all this kind of like street food being cooked. It's buzzing, especially after the trials. And a lot of people, because it's right opposite the Blood Sands, a lot of people have come here to kind of get some food and to see the sights and, and everything like that. Is there anything in particular you'd be looking for here? I kind of just want to get a vibe of what the the cutting edge of fashion is these days in in this city. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, cutting edge of fashion in a desert in Harajuku. It's in desert, but it's also in a place where like there are many different species and like yeah, lots of gems. And it's it's got a storied history, as we know this place. Yeah, it's also militarized. It, it is. is also militarized. I think. Gosh. So interesting. But this is also, is this a fairly like counterculture place or is this like a, a kind of... Is there a counterculture that's permitted? I'd, I'd imagine this is kind of a like slightly like contained counterculture. Like, yeah, it's the youth culture, but it's it's not like very edgy because like... Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. And I think I think the kind of the look of the season is um is lots of like crystals and and they're not like the gems that you use for currency but some of them are made in very good imitations kind of diamante type thing i'm thinking um but there's a huge range of different things and there's some kind of clothing that looks like it's maybe vintage or like more like antique you see a couple of um robes that look like the robes that the three huge skeletons were wearing you see a lot of replica sides and swords that look like the ones that eusebius was wielding um yeah there's a lot of all sorts basically anything that you want to find here we'll say that it's there uh, i wasn't looking for anything particular i might come back like later but i kind of want to just get a um what's there to eat like 
can I get what's the equivalent of getting a crep? Like, what can I afford for for my like one Gary no, gem or whatever of whatever we, we decide have to have? A crep. Yeah, a crep. no, we I love that you're we have straight to a crep, not like a hot it's dog. It's a very Harajuku. So I, I very much like requested Harajuku here. I was like, yeah. I'm going to alien Harajuku and I'm going to get a crep. Um, yeah, yeah. You do this. There, there are crepes because we had maize and we had seeds and we had wheat. And, and, oh my god! Um, crepes are just flour and water and a bit of a bit of something egg. sweet. And so an egg. Um, well, not always. The the first ones didn't have egg. A bit um, of I know this because I because I. Well, yeah. Hey, there's there's a source of good eggs. Hey, yeah. My god. Good eggs. Oh my god. Good eggs. <laughs> I'm so, so fucking grateful for my eggs. I changed my mind. I don't want to go home. I want to live here. <laughs> we made the best city. We just overthrow the military and we're fine. Yeah. So here's the thing. I think that there aren't really crepes on our Fallen. And I think you see these like really like huge, like sweet pancake things being cooked. And there's lots of different types of fruit that you've never seen before. There's something that definitely looks and kind of smells like honey, like the kind of like a honey type thing for whatever pollinates the wheat and maize out there. Um, it smells amazing and you can absolutely get you have a we said it we said you had like a, one of the lesser gems you can get like two craps yeah you can get two craps for a quid oh dope um i'll save my other half of a gem for a, for another crap later maybe yeah you get some i don't know some other nice rocks for change oh cool there's a shrine here I was just looking at the map. That's really cool. It's just like a shrine just off. Yeah, and as as you're walking by, there is this this shrine which looks like it was probably to some sort of kind of maybe a god of strength because there's a lot of kind of like muscles, but also kind of like cloud base. Again, there's this kind of like the head is not like a human head or 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 a, or a person. It's just like this big kind of like cloud. And on the same way that it looks almost a little bit run down, it's kind of been like glitzed over. Like maybe it was ignored for a long time and then recently given like a brush up. Cool. Is there a way I could just like get up like a fire escape or something onto a rooftop and just chill out there and see what's going on? I basically want to hang out, like, off the main street, uh, yeah. but, like, approachably. Like, in case anyone just wants to have a chat with the weird guy. And it eat my crap and see what's going yeah. on. Feel the vibe. <laughs> yeah, so I think what there is, is because the shops are, like, tiered on top of each other, there's definitely some balconies. And you can absolutely kind of, like, go up into a shop and then out onto its balcony and kind of hang out there for a bit before people start being like, are you okay? What are you doing? And you get a pretty good overview of the jackal run. Cool. I mean, nobody chats to me. I'm just going to... Yeah, for the most part, you're not super approached. You have a military badge on. So people who don't have the badges are kind of like giving you a slightly wide berth. There's just like a bit of like respect happening. And the ones who do also have military insignias, um, they are kind of looking at you kind of weirdly like, who's this new guy? Um, you're getting a lot of looks, though. You also, as you're looking into watching the jackal run, you haven't seen anyone that looks like you. You've seen quite a lot of like lizard folk like Findex who are kind of either the same colour or who have spines that are similar to your horns, but none that have the kind of humanesque face that you have, none that are that are mainly humanoid. Um, so you're getting a lot of kind of weird looks for that. Huh. Weird. We pan back over to let's do Narium, because pan then we've got something Monica. to move on to. Back to, oh, to you used the real name I oh know. my god so we we <laughs> pan back over to Nerium, who has just yep. entered the house of learning yeah it is as nice and well kept inside as it is outside there is a desk and there is a halfling sitting behind the desk oh um, yeah with this kind of very it looks kind like of... me yeah oh it's a mirror 
Listen, we're not... Gary, we're not in your bedroom. That's <laughs> <laughs> not America. Gary has a mirrored bedroom. Oh, my God. Ga- now, Gary's that bedroom is, is a, a Mortal Path tribute. <laughs> Apparently, Gary's bedroom is mirrored. Okay, it was not my intention. The wardrobe came with the place. <laughs> It could be worse. There could be a mirror in the bathroom looking right at the toilet. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, Gary. The oh, wait. So you see this halfling sitting there and he has this kind of like hair that was blonde, but it's now kind of dyed this kind of pinkish color. Ooh, cool. And it's done in this long braid and he has his feet like on the counter in a very kind of like general mayhem. Uh, not General Mayhem. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Captain Mayhem. I got, my, I got my military mixed up. You did. Um, Captain How Mayhem. Unlike you. Yeah, Captain Mayhem Esquay. And um, V is painting Viz nails. And V looks over and kind of like gives you like a good look over, looks at your military badge, and then looks at you again with this kind of curious expression. I smile and walk up and say, Um, I am. New in town. My name's Mary. What's your name? Callie. Callie Twain. Callie, it is a pleasure to meet you. Um, Callie, you can see from this badge that I am under a, a certain umbrella whilst I'm in this city. I can see that. As part and parcel of that, <laughs> I take out my one amber, <laughs> put it on the desk and say, that is the sum total of money that I have to spend. But what I do have and I take out one of my IOUs, is one of these. Now, you tell me, can I use that here? V takes it and, like, looks at it for a minute and inspects the, the, the like, what, what's it called? Like, the letterhead, I think? Like, you know, like, the military brand Insignia? Oh, God. The insignia. The insignia. Um, <laughs> the insignia on the top. And after a minute, Callie nods and goes, I mean... If you're part of the military, then I know where to find you, so... I'm gonna guess that you've had military in here before. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I've had the worst couple of weeks of my life, and I need someone to look after me, and I'm looking for a full night's stay and at least one person. So you let me know what that is going to cost you, and I'm perfectly happy for you to pad that a bit. Wow. That is very kind. Are you looking for someone of your own stature? Do you know what? Barring certain considerations of scale, I'd be interested to know who you've got who wants the job. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) you're not there, Taro. I mean, Kelly, don't get me wrong. I'm perfectly prepared to, uh, you know... On another evening, I'd have a I'd have a wider point of view on these things, but I want looking after. I have I have I want somebody who's going to just like take it a bit easy on me, and show me a good time. After a second of like looking at you, V winks and um, Callie says, "All right, this way, I'll show you around a bit." Fantastic. And we fade to black. Have a great evening. I incidentally will take note of the number that she writes on that docket. Okay, I will try and think of what that number could, should sensibly be, <laughs> but I have no frame of reference for this one, so... 
let's say that you know the number. Yeah, I wrote roughly what it's I would say. It's the weed number. It's not the weed number. It's not, well, I don't know. Maybe it's the sex number. I don't know. Well, I feel like that's it's too low. 69 monies. Uh, I'm what? an adult. <laughs> I Maybe. Say, well, how many, hang on a minute. How many people do I end up hiring? 69 Because <laughs> <laughs> no, I think... I think I'm going to top out at two at the maximum. Yeah, it's up to you, my friend. It will. It's all... This is your fantasy playground. Yeah, yeah sure, sure. I take note of the number and I keep it in mind for reference. This is to the AO3 page. Got it. You've got it. You you keen mind that shit. I know how much. Yeah. yeah. You know how much that costs. So, uh, Natalia, yeah. you go into a slightly different house of learning. Oh, as I'm about to go in, I think I see... Uh, like a window or something and I realise mm-hmm. how I look <laughs> and so I about face <laughs> how do you oh, look? oh god thank god thank god can you just give us a reminder of Natalia of how you look right now because it's good but just tell us again <laughs> so I've got I've got that nice uh, little ball gown mm-hmm. uh, or what remains of it yep yeah. and then there's, there's probably some blood uh, mm-hmm. there'll be a lot of sand because mm-hmm. um, I don't think we've like had a bath I've got nope. prestidigitation. I have. Oh, you have prestidigitated us. Prestidigitated. So at least clean. Yeah, but it's yeah. not tidy. No. It, well, exactly. Clean, but not neat. And not too super appropriate for day wear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is an evening gown, or was an evening gown. It's it's a wild look. So yeah, I'm gonna about face, go back to Jackal Run. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know what he's running from, but I go there. <laughs> Uh, okay. So sequel to Jungle Run. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try. As long as you don't meet Logan. I'm gonna... <laughs> yeah, I, I go shopping for a, for a. Uh, I've actually for, this is the first time in my life I've had a dress, and uh, yeah. I quite like it. But I don't think the uh, the, the ball gown thing is going to be great for uh, city life. So I'm gonna go for a more a more classy day to day number. Okay, I'm gonna say that you absolutely do that. I think you find like a really nice dress that kind of has these kind of almost like shorts kind of built into it you know like the new she-ra you know how the new she-ra has like the shorts it's It's very good look yeah that kind of thing so that you can move really comfortably and easily but you've also got like the nice swoosh of of the skirt and you don't get sweaty thigh chafing in the hot desert weather yeah it's very true hey can catra be in this podcast please (laughs) i mean there's a lot of tabaxi so probably yeah so you you absolutely find that you find in Pretty much whatever color you want, whatever style you want, I'll let you. You can kit yourself out. It's a whole new world. Could one of these places also have a scabbard? Uh, yeah, there's absolutely okay. scabbards. <laughs> yeah. Is it a real scabbard or is it a decorative scabbard? Scabbard, scabbard, <laughs> scabbard. Well, can depends. you buy them in the same shop so you only yes, use one of you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we'll say that that you do that. Yes, okay. they have the the scabbard is. I think the scabbard is like we said, decorative. So it's going to work oh. for now, but if you use it a lot, then it's going to kind of fall apart a bit. That's what happens when you shop at Frocks and Scabbards. Yeah, fair. Yeah, it's it's going to be fine. You can yeah, you can carry like your sword yeah. in it and it will be absolutely fine. Okay. But if you if you keep like drawing your sword, like you're going to cut it to shreds okay. on the inside because it's cool. not actually built to hold real yeah, sharp weapons. Fine. Cool. I, I changed there. I okay. probably just ditched the ball gown. Oh, farewell. Yeah. We loved you so. Let's let's yeah. say goodbye. This uh this this dress, this skirt is um blue. Okay, cool, neat. 
Uh, and then I'm going to saunter over to the library and, and, and try that again. here to say as always hello it's so nice to see you again to hear you again i imagine all of your voices every time i say hello i imagine all of you being like hello and it and it cheers me up it really does i just want to say thank you so much as always for listening to me to this to us it's incredible we are so so grateful and so thankful for your support for your downloads your listens your love it's truly incredible. If you have a moment and you have an iDevice, we would be so grateful if you could hop on over and leave us a review. It helps us so much because iTunes uses all these kind of funky algorithms to recommend our show to other people, to um, promote us, and to kind of like put us on lists when people go, I kind of fancy a podcast that's maybe a bit like this. It'll be like, hey, have you heard of The Mortal Path? It's wild. And that would really, really help us out. And we're so grateful to everyone who does leave us a review. And that does go, of course, across all platforms. We are just so grateful wherever you leave your reviews. We see so much love, especially on Twitter and Tumblr. People recommending us, people making memes and tagging us and stuff. It really, really helps us out. People are often looking for recommendations or they're looking for... um someone else to say, hey, this is worth listening to. And so it really, really helps us when you guys go, oh, this is worth listening to. I've like made a bad mouth sound three times now, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to edit those out. So I'm so sorry about that. Maybe don't get them to listen to this bit because I'm messy today, apparently. Uh, but yeah, we are so grateful for everyone who gets our name out there, helps us spread the word. It's so, so helpful. Thank you so much. And speaking of thanks, of course, I would also like to say a huge thank you to our wonderful Rachel Graff. Rachel Graff is an incredibly talented composer and musician who wrote our theme song, recorded it, everything. It is incredible. You can absolutely support her. If you head over to www.rachelgraff.com, you'll find her website. You'll find all sorts of awesome things like her Bandcamp, her Twitter. It'd be really great if you go out and give her a little like, oh, thanks. I did, I did the math sound again. I got to stop doing it. If you went over to her and was like, thank you for everything that you did for this good music and all your good music, because she does amazing music and it's very good music. And also she taught me how to make music. So no thanks to my AS level music teacher. And fun fact, your youbs here got a U in their music composition. And what that means in the UK is if you get a U, it stands for unmarked. It's worse than a fail. It's so bad, they don't even want to look at it. They're like, "Mm -mm, no way, no way, Uh uh-uh. So yeah, suck that AS level music. But also a big thank you to Rachel Graff for telling me what chords were and things like that. I would also, of course, like to say a huge thank you to Orion and his work on the transcripts and the ongoing transcripts. They are amazing. We are so, so grateful. It's really incredible. And we really cannot thank you enough for the work and the effort that you put in to make our show accessible. It's really, really amazing. And we are just, again, gosh, we're so grateful. Thank you so much. Your work is so valued and so difficult. And we don't make it easy on you. And I'm sorry. And I'm so grateful. So thank you. 
We have some really neat things planned for 2019 and beyond. One is that we are really passionate about showcasing smaller indie games. And what that means is we really want to try and record some more like one shots that show off these indie games. Now they might fit in with the canon of the mortal path and we can put them sort of in universe, in canon, like how we did with The Quiet Year um, and also with Dungeon World in that we said, okay, these are canonical in the world of the mortal path. But you know, maybe we want to do some robots or something and we don't want to be like, this definitely happens in the future because then that kind of says, well, we got to kind of get there. And with the future looming over us, you know, maybe that's going to be a bit tricky. So we might have some that we just say, no, this, this isn't part of the general canon, but it's just fun. It's just fun to do. And in those smaller indie games, we of course tell you where you can get them. Uh, we'll show you how to play them. We might not play them right, but we'll we'll play them. Um, and we're also hoping to be able to bring on some guests and things like that. And that'll be really exciting. So we're hoping to start building on that and get some really fun new extra content out. Don't worry, main campaign's not going anywhere. Much like an inherited, not an inherited intelligence. Oof, no, uh, an inherited, no. Oh my gosh, what's the name of our show? An indefinite an indefinite inheritance, that's it. That's, uh, <laughs> oh dear. Much like an indefinite inheritance and the quiet year, there'll be extra episodes. They're not going to take place of the main campaign. We are hoping, of course, that you are enjoying this wild ride through Tembran. It's so fun to do a bit of urban exploration and to kind of do some downtime type activities and get a feeling for these three in a city and kind of what they do because you know we're not playing necessarily the most traditional game of D&D ever because it's a podcast and uh it's it's hard to do that so we hope that you're you're gonna enjoy this bit stick along with us there's still plenty of just wild and wacky bullshit lots of npc interaction i have to do lots of names and voices and i'm mocked constantly for them so that's great and um yeah it's really great it's really great to get into some different people and things and oh as a note i should point out that callie twain uses v viz pronouns so that wasn't me just slurring my words that's a deliberate Callie Twain uses Viva's pronouns, and I'm hoping to bring in more Neo pronouns as well as we go on. Um, it's about to get absolutely wild with the ending of this episode as well, so strap in. I'm going to say as a DM that you remember that you have that gem in like the small little mesh oh, neck yeah. bit and you take that with you. Uh -huh, yeah. <laughs> you have that. <laughs> um, yeah. And you, you head into the library. It is this really nice old building. It's kind of built out of this, this kind of like pink marble in the same way that like the kind of stone that the Taj Mahal is built out of this really like nice pink marble. And as you get inside, it's kind of very light and airy. I mean, it's dark at the minute, but you can see these big windows that would let in all of this lovely sunlight. And this is not a circular building, but as you're walking to the library, you see this almost like a pavilion beyond it with these really nice spaced out buildings they kind of look they remind you a little bit actually of the hewn halls in Sindarian. they're these really nicely built buildings with space between them um and there are a lot of people in here that look kind of sensible and scholarly for the most part and there's a lot of books and there's also a receptionist right by the door who will kind of not 
quite put a hand out, but just kind of like step into your view. And he says, uh, can I, hi, can I, can I help you here? Oh, hello there. Uh, what is your name, friend? Oh, I'm a... <laughs> <laughs> I'm consult list now. I have my thing. Uh, he gives you a smile and he says, he says, oh, um, my name is uh, Zenith, Zenith Fortune. Pleasure to meet you. Um, Sorry. Z- uh, I don't think we can... Wait, let me just check something. Uh, I work with Zenith. Is that a real thing? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Zenith Fortune's oh. a new thing, but... Oh, no, Zenith Fortune is a group of uh, expert analysts with vast experience in capital market <laughs> analysis. <laughs> okay, change that one. He gives you a smile and he, and he sort of puts his hand out towards you in a, in a shaking gesture, not in like a stop. And he says, oh, uh, my name is, is, is Zenith Carter. It's a pleasure to meet you. That one's worse, huh? You don't like that one either. Do you want to pick oh, my name? Even just joking about names this whole time. Uh, no, I'm just no. thinking. I, I also I work with a bank called Zenith who, who leases cars. I've been trying to give very good names and gary's having none of them and you've called his character zenith that's good okay all right all right i'll try again he puts his hand out to to shake yours and he says my name is 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 hansa nice to meet you you cannot do this every name it's so easy though is the thing i I shake his hands and then (laughs) yeah did you not see that coming through didn't see that coming a mile away. <laughs> Come on. Hello, Hansa. Nice to meet you. My name's Natalia. Is this Hansa Carter? This is Hansa Carter. Hansa Carter. No, it's Hansa Fortune. Hansa Fortune. <laughs> yeah, okay. let's go with it. Let's. <laughs> I think you work across the street. <laughs> <laughs> Not Mr. Carter anymore. It's Dave. It's Dave, mate. Because if it's not Mr. Carter, I'll I'll close the lyrics to the song. Here we go. Take five. (laughs) As you come in, he holds his hand out to you in a a sort of... I have to be at a job at 7am tomorrow. Can you please like make my last three hours just a little bit enjoyable before that happens? So <laughs> you're just gonna mock all these names. Now is it bad if we mock them? Well Or is it good radio? <laughs> well, I don't know. I think it's good radio the I first time, but the sixth time I think it gets a yeah, little old. <laughs> the sixth time in a session. I think next time we should say it's a good name. We should be just like, ah, oh, good name. We should do that instead of laughing that at it. That would be, wow. That would do wonders for my confidence as a DM <laughs> and also, like, my heart and soul. Okay. Oh, good so, name. Everyone, whatever yeah. you says, we say, what an excellent name. Okay. Uh, he holds his hand out to you in a kind of, like, shake shake my hand motion rather than a stop. And he says, oh, my name is uh, Helical Twain. Pleasure to meet you. Huh, good name. That's an excellent name. Thank you. Good name. Thanks, Ed. Thank you. Is, Thanks. Is he related to to Callie Twain? No, isn't that the name of the person who lives across the street? Yep. Yep. I'm just going for it. Helical Twain. Oh, cool. It works. Lovely to meet you, Helical. Um, I'm wondering, uh, may I go and just read the books, or do I need to get a, a a library card or something of the sort? Well, it's sort of it 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 depends what you're what you're looking for. Are you looking for sort of general accounts of the area, or um um. I don't. I don't recognise you as as one of the university folks, or or. Oh, sorry, I, I'm new. Um, 
I'm from, well, well, let's say I'm from out of town. And as you can see by this, this pin here, um, Captain Mayhem um, has, well, I'm not really sure what to call it, but Captain Mayhem has, has given me this, this badge. Um, I think it's to uh, get us started in the city um, and to, to show you we're, we're sort of accepted. And yes, I, I, w I want to do some research. Right. Are you uh, an emissary from Tolo? Uh, when you say out of town. A bit further out of town, actually. I, I don't think you would have heard of it. Oh wow, that's uh that's amazing, cool. So you're um you're just looking to sort of peruse the books? Well, it, it depends. Uh, what um what range of books do you have? Well, this is the uh the general library. If you're looking for something a little bit more specific, uh, you'll be wanting to head to the Eternal Labyrinth itself, which has most of our uh, original writings from the sides. Here is sort of our general collection. We've got our fantasy, we've got our, our historical fiction, we've got some biographies. Uh, there's a very good one that's just come out that was written by Queen Eusebius herself. It's a real read. I would recommend that for sure. Uh, goes into great detail about the uh, the Fire Mountain incident and everything. Totally cleared the whole thing up. So um, it sort of depends what you're looking for, really. I can I can help you find books, whatever you need. I'm here to help you. Honestly, that that sounds absolutely fascinating. I, I'd love to to hear about uh, Tales of the Queen. Uh, is this an autobiography of hers? Uh, yeah, that's that's it exactly. Uh, yes, I'd love to. Um, you you mentioned the works of the Scythes. I I, I saw um. A couple of sides in the uh, the trial earlier. Uh, I I must say I am oh. very new to the the town. Um, what what role do the scythes play? Really amazing bit of history. You know, it all started 150 odd years ago. Really fascinating. These um these these weapons started coming out of the ground over in well now it's called like the fire road sort of area. And um, the two the two sides that um. Queen Eusebius is wielding, well, one we thought was lost forever. Um, she holds the original blade, which is Tigran, the original singing blade, and uh, she also has the King's Blade, and, and we all know it's the King's Blade because it says the name of the true leader of, the, I suppose, the Queen's Blade at the moment, but the true leader of Tembran. Um, we thought that uh, that one was lost, but when Eusebius, when Queen Eusebius, she went up to the Fire Mountain with uh, poor, poor Prince Koviak, well, she came back unfortunately, and, and he had perished in their quest, but but she had found the side. Really amazing. It's why she's got all these burns on her arms. I'll, I'll get you that autobiography. It explains it much better than I can, and and uh, it's it's amazing. From from her own mouth, really fascinating stories. And um, he will go and... What's his name? Helical. He will go and sort of start taking some books off the shelf. And again, these, these are kind of general history books. You get the sense that these are kind of the ones that are fed to the general population. There's nothing particularly special about them, but he will hand you over a sort of a history of Tembrin. Um, there is a history of like the blood sands and the trials and, and the gladiatorial fighting. And there's also Queen Eusebius's autobiography, which is just called... My Life and Time. <laughs> no, it's called From the Fire. What happened? <laughs> From Eusebius. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what happened? So here's what happened. No, uh, yeah. So you are you are immediately given these these three books, and Helical says, "So we we do a um a policy basis where you can have those for up to sort of three weeks." And uh, what what part of the bar barracks are you uh, stationed in? Well, we've actually uh, got got quarters outside the, the barracks. We're being put up in the uh, the cat's cradle, I believe it's called. Oh right, okay. The cat. Do you want a history book on that too? That one's great. No, no, that, that's that, a really that's lovely. That's all right. Place. We'll just uh, all right. Keep okay. To the, to the general history of the city. Right. Well, it'd be great if you could uh, return these before you head out of town. Oh, of course. I would never 
abscond from a city with a library book still outstanding. <laughs> wow, that's just fantastic. So I'm going to give you this little form here to fill in and I just need your, your name and, and the current address, the rooms. And, and you said that you were here under uh, our, uh, Captain Mayhem, is that right? Uh, wonderful, wonderful Captain Mayhem. So you just put down their name there as well for me and, and uh, we'll just write down the titles of the, the three books that you've got out and uh, see you again soon and welcome back anytime. If, if you are looking to uh, head to the uh, the Eternal Labyrinth, you're going to need a real permit to get in there, I'm afraid. It, it really is just for... for um, uh, members of the university, I'm afraid. Just for members. You understand, it's... Members of the university, I see. Right. I mean, you can get a very special permit. I mean, when um when Queen... Oh, it's in the autobiography, but I'll spoil it. When Queen Eusebius was... Uh, when she was uh, starting out, like, you know, Dayton. <laughs> Dayton Prince Kolviak. Uh, she started to study in, in the Eternal Labyrinth. Wasn't an official university student, but, you know, she had the special permit to get in there and, and learn... Learn all about the sides and, and their riddles and meanings and uh, amazing work done by, of course, Demetrius. That's mentioned in that book there. And uh, if you've got any questions, you just head on back and I'd be more than happy to talk to you about it all. Uh, and, and how does one get one of these special permits? Well, you'd either need to have a research proposal that gets approved through the university or you'd need special uh special recognition from the queen herself or one of sort of you know the real higher-ups in the university if you got a lot of money you might be able to buy a short period of time but you'll have someone with you at all times for that one um just to make sure you know you're not gonna run out with anything or anything like that not that i think you would but just you know for 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 general general security Oh, of course, of course. Right. And, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Well, thank you very much. You've been very illuminating, uh, Mr. Mr. Twain. And, um, please have, have a lovely evening. Oh, thank you very much. And, and you too. And, and, uh, see you, see you anon. Enjoy those books. And like I said, any questions or if you just want to talk about bits in them, you know where I am. Of course. Thank you. That was a beautifully effective lore dump. <laughs> All sorts of exploring the city is gone, and I just go back to my room and read. Okay. So you head back to your room and read. Nerium, do you you don't go home? You don't go back to the the. the... I do not go home. No. Um, I would also like to know what the names are of the people <laughs> I am currently engaged with. You motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's a strange name you, for it. You. In... Those they that's they've got that's two you names. You engaged I mean, with. I'm what their names are, not what I'm calling them. <laughs> don't like it. Don't like it. <laughs> hey. um, we'll say, we'll say, we'll say, we'll say. Ajala is one of them. That's a great name, Yubi. Ajala. Thank you, Ajala. And they are whatever you want them to be, buddy. <laughs> you have a ponder. You have a think on that one, and you tell I, me. Well, okay, Ajala is uh, like a Findex tiefling. Okay. <laughs> Love it. Because okay. we don't have those. We don't have those on our phone. <laughs> okay. Okay. Moving on. Next character. Next character. Uh, and the next name. Next name is um, Yamini. Yamini. <laughs> Great name. <laughs> Thank you. These are real names. Ajala wait, and Yamini. These are real fucking names. Why are you picking real names for the people Nerium has had sex with? Not, not listeners. No, not listeners. They're just real names that exist in the oh, world. Okay. I didn't just slap syllables. <laughs> no, that's fine. Sorry, <laughs> I thought I names. thought you were saying you pulled you right. pulled no. uh, listener names. I, I yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, number one is Martha, <laughs> and the other is Orion. So enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Obviously, um, I would want to know the names. Okay. So. Yeah. It's Ajala and Yamini. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
So you don't head home. Natalia and Taro, do you head back to the cat's cradle? I think I have been back. Yes. I think I'm asleep before Nat gets back. Or something, probably. I don't know. I've gone. I'm home. I'm back. Okay, cool. So the you spend the night. But I am going to wake up early. Okay, you wake up early. Don't worry about it. You have a whole day ahead of you. So... Yeah, I'm spending that day. I'd like to leave a message for Nerium and Nat each. Okay. Let, let me know when they wake up and I'll give somebody the message, I guess. Whenever you feel the need to. I mean, to. I roll, I roll, I walk a shame it. I get home in the morning, in time for breakfast at the cat's cradle. How can my message be delivered? I think I left it with the staff. Let's leave it with Indivar. Yeah, I'll probably walk downstairs uh, to breakfast, like, reading <laughs> the book as I walk. Okay. Oh, God, like, do you, bags under the eyes. Do you both show up at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> probably both jump at the same time Last from, night. yeah from different directions both looking like you haven't slept a wink great um okay so after you get you get served some breakfast and it's not indivar her shift she is not there 24 7 this yeah, good uh this elven woman comes over and she says i have a message from one of the the other person in your group um here and she hands over a piece of paper. That's so kind of you. What's your name, please? Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> That's a strange name. <laughs> I am just trolling. You don't have to you don't have to give me her name. She says, uh, Vatsa, nice to meet you. That's a nice name. Lovely to meet you, Vatsa. Yeah, I was gonna say, Gary, Jesus Christ, you got there first though. Alright, so the message says, Come to the warehouse. Yeah, come to the warehouse at the end of Heskin Way at midnight tonight. Bring people. Do not enter until everyone is gathered. And do not enter alone. From Tarot, it says at the end. What? I look at it, I look at that, and I go, I took one night off. One fucking night off. What? What's he doing? I, I, I don't know. Bring people. <sighs> I mean, I've met some people. I think they'll be busy at midnight tomorrow. Wait, there's, there's only one person we've really met here, though, and that that's Findex. Uh, d- depends how you define these things. Um... I'm really tired now. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna bed. I'm gonna eat all of this breakfast. I'm gonna drink lots of water because I am quite dehydrated. And then I'm going to bed. And you can. I'm gonna read this note again at lunchtime and see if it makes any more sense then. Okay. I. By the way, you look stunning, but the fit on that bodice needs adjusting. Come to me once I've woken up. Will do. Of course. It's great color. Oh, thank you. And I stomp up <laughs> the stairs and pass out. Okay. I'm gonna, uh, yeah, trick, trick my book back in the room and then go out and tr- see if I can uh, get access to uh, the the Findex rehabilitation zone. <laughs> okay, the Findex rehabilitation zone, otherwise known as the medical bay yep. in the garrison. That's the one. You are you are walked in after a bit of to and froing. So you you speak to a guard, you say what you want to do, and there's quite a lot of like people going and giving messages and coming back with bits of paper that have signatures on them, and going away again and coming back with other bits of papers that have different signatures on them, and it takes like 15 to 20 minutes before you are finally shown into the smallest room that you have ever been in and you get the feeling this is not a medical bay because there probably isn't a medical bay in the garrison Uh so to speak and it's just kind of a cupboard where Findex has been put on a bed with his leg in a cast (laughs) and the minute you walk in 
like he goes from kind of like defeated like like looking like he's maybe like four foot tall to suddenly like sitting up full of excitement he goes nah i you came to visit me just the next day i didn't think you'd come back and see me so soon maybe hi of course of course pindex how are you doing how's your leg much better kind of i think it's getting better they set it last night i missed the fight though was it good did you see the queen oh yes we did it was it was rather brutal uh it's, it's she's not amazing we... <laughs> um I, I'm, I'm so glad that you're recovering well uh are, are you in any any trouble findex i don't i don't know the uh, i i had um i had a couple of the generals come in to talk to me um, but they didn't ask a couple of, they didn't ask the very hard questions, but I think they might, they, they said that I wasn't to go to, to the hospital opposite the blood sands. They just wanted me to recover here for a while. Do they know how long it'll take before you could walk again? Well, I can get around with crutches, but for it to be fully healed, I think probably six weeks or so, I think is what they said. I see. I see. And I'm going to like look around, see if anyone's about. Have you closed the door? Uh, not yet. Okay, there's a guard standing disinterestedly about ten foot from the door. Okay, I'm gonna lean down and whisper. Do you think you could get out at midnight? Okay, Findex shoots you a look that just is like, Oh god, oh no, it's only been a day! Oh god, oh no, please! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the poor boy! And he looks up at you with this kind of like terror in his eyes and he says... I can try, but I'm not going to be good at a fight. This isn't oh, no. going to be rebel stuff, is it? It won't be a fight. It won't be a fight. Okay. Um, Am I going to get what, executed no, no, no. for it? You, you recover. You just stay there. You stay there and recover. No, I'll, I'll, I'll come. No, Where do you want no, me to index. go? I can, no, I can do it. No, no I no. really want to, because no. I don't want you to forget me. We won't forget you, Findex. Well, but you definitely won't if I come along. Where? I'll, you take care of I'll yourself. I'll come to the cat's cradle. No, no. You stay right there. Stay right there. Because we're not going to be at the cat's cradle. We're going to be somewhere completely different. Okay? Where is that? Uh, somewhere. <laughs> we're not going to tell you. And so you'd just be wandering around getting lost. So no, we're not going to tell you. We will find you at some other time when you're more well rested. Okay? Did you just come here to tell me I, I couldn't come to this thing? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, you meanie. I, oh. I came to check up on you, Findex, to make sure you were doing okay, because I care about you. Okay. I am doing okay. I promise I can I can do the thing, whatever it is, as long as it's not rebel activity. I draw a line at that right now. Forever. Not right now. <laughs> Good, good. All right. Wink, wink. Okay, I will see you later, Findex. You really? Okay. Okay, thank you for coming. I really appreciated it. Is everyone else okay? Yes, they're doing all right. They're doing all right. Okay, well, you know where I am if you change your mind, and I I promise I can make it. (laughs) Okay, Findex. Oh, you leave him? Yeah. Bobby! Okay. Child, what have we done? It was a rollercoaster of emotions for that (laughs) one. That was mean. Jesus. I did not think that through. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what people do you two gather? Uh, I, no, none. I don't. Yeah. I'm not gonna do oh, that. Oh dear, man. No. Bring people without knowing 
I've never met any of them, and I don't know what's planned. I'm gonna on the way out. I'm gonna say, uh, who's who's on shift at this point? It's lunchtime. Is it still Vatsa? No, we'll say Indabar is back. No, no, because uh, yeah, it'll be Indabar because that's a long time from breakfast, isn't it? Um, uh, Indabar, what time do you shut this place? Well, I mean, it's it's open all night. It's a tavern, so we have night shifts and and so on. But really, it, it... you get all night licenses here. Nice. You could pay extra for those in Hopewell. Um, Don't know what that means. Right, it's just... No, okay, fair enough. It's alien stuff again. Anybody in this cafe right now fancy a jolly? Well, no, you need to go to the House of Learning. (laughs) We did not! (laughs) Oh, good grief. I mean, I'm going to... Right, okay, now I've got to pick my words. Really careful. Uh, I'm going to meet a snow. There's an event going on. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but I've been asked to invite people. Anyone coming? Okay, now? Is it far? Do you know? It's at midnight and it's some... Nat, you've got the bit of paper. Oh, it's it's just on Heskin Row. Okay, so just around the corner? Yeah, yeah, just there. At at midnight? At midnight, yeah, the, the warehouse. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> the empty abandoned okay. warehouse. I know it sounds dodgy as fuck, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it really does. Um, and yet I'm going, so you know, <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll never see you again in Dubai. You're an but... alien, so maybe this is <laughs> just true. what you do. Okay. Uh, yeah, my shift finishes at, at eleven thirty, so I can. I mean, I'm if it's really weird, I'm going to leave immediately, and I and I will report you to someone if it's really really weird. I'm just going to put that out there. That's fair. May I, as a counteroffer, suggest that if it's really weird and you feel the need to report it, instead of reporting innocent guests who went with you with no idea what was happening, maybe uh, maybe report the instigator, whoever that turns out to be. Okay, great. So is it just going to be me and you three? Indemar, <laughs> your guess is as good as mine. I'm going to bring a friend. <laughs> good. Yes. Excellent. That's perfect. Okay. Great. I will see you there then. Let's hope so. Okay. Is there anybody else? Are you going to Captain Mayhem? Are you going to? No. Oh my god! I can't believe this what is the, the worst fuck? idea. Now, why are we trusting Taro to do this? What is he going to uh, do? Uh, I throw my hands up in the air in exasperation and then go to the room and read. Okay. I look thoughtfully at my one last IOU, <laughs> and then I go to the room and sit and and and. Do the adjustments on Nat's bodice. So, Nat, your clothes look even better than before. They now totally fit you nicely. Wonderful. So it gets to it gets to eleven thirty, and Indivar like knocks on your door, and she calls out and she says, "I'm going to just be waiting downstairs because it's only a minute away, so we can leave closer to the time. Uh, I have a friend with me, so that's great. I think. All right, see you down there." And when you okay. <laughs> when you head down there, you see Indiva sitting at one of the tables, and this absolutely huge humanoid that looks like they're maybe half Goliath, half extant tiefling, like kind of like as if a T Rex was also a person type deal, like way bigger than Findex, like way more like Killer Croc, yeah, kind of. and like has a battle axe like the size of Nerium, like. To 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 their back. <clears throat> Hello. And uh, just nods, just like they just nod their head like once at you. And Indivar gives you a bright smile and says, "We should we should go, right?" Yeah. 
Um, sorry, but who's your friend? I've actually run out of names on my phone. <laughs> I'm so sorry, it's, but it seems like the It's Steven Spielberg. <laughs> no. Steven Spielberg. Uh, uh, this is this is Kashka. Kashka. Kashka Marimashta. So, um, yeah, Kashka just kind of nods their head and is looking at the both of you with wary eyes. Yeah, um, I'd, I'd shake hands, but I'm not sure I'd get it back. <laughs> Hello, nice to meet you. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. So... You guys head out of the cat's cradle uh-huh. and into the streets at midnight. It's dark. It's kind of cold. There are still people around. There's definitely some guard patrols that you can see. And it's it's not completely deserted. And you head to the address of this warehouse. As we are walking, I just want to say to Nat, I have such a bad feeling about this. <laughs> there is a door. A door to the warehouse. You go Does it through the door. It? It does have a bit. It's a bitful door. It's just got a regular door on it. <laughs> okay, yeah, we, 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 we knock. Nobody nobody responds to your knock. Oh, they're not there. Let's go home. Uh, Narium, let's, let's indulge this a little further. Uh, I push open the door. It swings open, and uh, it's a very dark room, except for a table in the middle of the room. And on the table <gasps> is a candle and Fuck. a cardboard box. Or whatever passes for cardboard here. Uh, I'll approach the table. I will not. Yep, there's a candle in a cardboard box. You can see the, the, the cardboard box illuminated by the light of the candle. Uh, are there any like chairs around the table? Uh, no. I, I lift up the box. As, as you do that, several things happen at once. Oh, Jesus. The first, there is a loud bang from the back of the room. Oh, and Christ. Candles light up all around you. Uh, there's just candles all around the room. The room is lit up. Lots of paper streamers come flying out of the box at the back of the room, which has just been exploded. Uh, and a loud, booming voice says, Surprise! Oh my god! And you look down at what you just opened out of the box, uh, and it is a cake with two candles on it, and in the icing it says, Happy Birthday, Taro. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh. And then Taro jumps out from behind a box. Surprise! Oh, you... We said we'd come to your party, didn't you we? You did, you made it. I'm so glad. And that, you dressed up. Of course. I think I need to sit down. There are some boxes here, I guess. I didn't get chairs. <laughs> I had to spend a lot of money That's on fine. candles. I don't, I, do you know what? The floor's not that far away when you're this tall and I sit on the floor. It's like a good friend of mine used to say, always bring cardboard to a party. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Taro's surprise birthday party. <laughs> well played, Taro. Well oh, played. Wonderful. If, oh, God. Um, so you're two? Yeah. And a bit. And a bit. Well, but Taro is two. Not a bit. Just, oh, hang on. Just two. It's, can you only remember two years? Oh, no, I can remember a bunch more years than that. I've just, you know, been around for two. You know, as, as Taro. Well, you do change names every five minutes, so that kind of makes sense, really. Yeah. It's not quite like that. It's, uh, do you want me to tell you a story? Well, hang on, hang on. And I'm just going to root around in my bag. And I'm from Atanas Manor. We have art pieces. Yeah, you and do. And I have <laughs> two, two brass mugs with jade inlay. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take them both out and give one to Taro and say, Happy birthday, it's a present. I... Look, we match. Clink. 
Blink. I, di I didn't bring any Blink. drink. Sorry. Well, Indivar, the bar's just around the corner, isn't it? Indivar. She's like looking wide-eyed and like, <laughs> okay, I think this is better than what I expected. And she kind of nods and she goes, happy birthday. Thank you. My friend and I will go and get a, get a keg. How's that sound? Sounds good. Sounds good. Great. We're going to be back in maybe 20 minutes to an hour, but we'll be right back with some beer. <laughs> Probably. From around the corner. <laughs> Enjoy your birthday party. Uh, I don't have a present for you. Uh, this Is this how you do birthdays on other worlds? Wow. Okay. And she like backs out the room real slow. Okay, she's gone. It's you three alone in the room. Tell us the story, Taro. Yeah. All right, so... um, I, I sit down and I dancing lights it. Oh, nice. It's like some nice little lights around the place. I guess this one starts in uh, in Gerald in several places and several times. <laughs> this, this story starts as a lot of good stories do uh, with a wizard. Um, now, I didn't hear this firsthand. This is all stuff I've... I've heard from other people, but this wizard uh, came used to live in a, some far-off land where uh, she was the uh, the kind of in-house wizard for some some military dictatorship. And it wasn't wasn't a particularly nice place. And she was well, whether she did it of her own volition or whether she was made to is a kind of matter of history. But uh, she did a lot of bad things, and uh, she had to run away. And she came to to a small town. In, in the dead centre of the Gerald Desert, uh, known as Arme Gerald. And she'd gotten away from from where she'd been, uh, but she hadn't quite escaped the things she'd done there. So she sort of made it her life's goal to really try and make up for that. But she didn't quite do it the way you think you might. You, you sort of might think that someone might try and make good and, and make up for their crimes, but... She just wanted to forget. And uh, she sort of became obsessed with, with trying to clear her own memory. Trying to clear her consciousness by, by getting rid of it. Um, and so I'm told, uh, one day she, she decided she was, she was so fed up of it all, she'd just do, do the biggest experiment she'd done, she'd done yet. And uh, I've heard it kind of explained like this. Uh... Our memories are a bit like a kind of jigsaw puzzle. As the people we are are sort of made up of lots of little pieces. There's a there's like a you know a corner piece that's got like that holiday you took to to the beach, and you've got like another another piece which is your your mum's birthday, and then you've got another bit that's you know when you when you left school. And if you, you stick all those together, you get you get a person's a person's life and who they are. And now imagine you're carrying, say one or two or you know 30 jigsaw puzzles uh and and you trip over and they, they fly everywhere and uh somebody comes along and tries to help you out by putting them back together but you've got to you've got to solve them first right but this person they just they just grab whichever piece they feel like and they just start slamming them together they don't care about which ones fit where and eventually they end up with a with a full puzzle but it's it's all bits and pieces it's all bits and pieces of people's people's lives just smushed together so, I guess that's kind of what happened to me. Well, whoever whoever was this person before before I was me just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time, and uh, they just got, you know, 
I turned up, I guess. Made up of all sorts of bits of people's lives. And they're not they're not their lives, they're they're mine. I lived those moments. I've you know, I played in the desert. I I swam in the in the lake of Gerard. I did all those things, but they just don't join up together, you know? And so that's me, I suppose. Golly. I'm sorry that happened to you, Tara. That sounds like a hard thing to live with. Well, no, it's just me, right? You don't... You didn't make how you were born, right? You don't know any other way. No, that's true, but it doesn't mean it's easy. Well, you know. Anyway, uh, is, have they come around with that barrel of keg? Where's that keg? No, they're going to be ages. We freak them the fuck out. Oh. So this wizard that did that to you, what happened to them? Yeah, they, uh... You know I got bits and pieces in this jigsaw puzzle analogy? Uh, yeah. I don't think anyone found any of their pieces. Oh. They're sort of just a kind of empty box, you know? Well, I mean, if you meddle with other people like that, then I suppose we kind of learned that from uh, Axon and Dexa, didn't we? Don't end well. So so you've been Taro for, for two years? Yep. H- have you Have you shifted again? Or, or, or is or is this you now? No, this just seems to be it. I've just got, you know, there's the, uh, just keeps adding adding on. Same way as anyone else. Do you think it'll stay like that? Do you think you're going to stay with us? Yeah, I mean, I don't see why not. Unless, uh, unless another wizard decides to do some, some strange magic stuff. Well, we are kind of on the lookout for one. I think I think you might not be the first volunteer if they're not quite sure what they're doing, though, eh? Yeah, perhaps. I'd rather you didn't have that done to you again. Tara, do you want a hug? Um, alright. Yeah. Only if you want to. I mean, well, you, know. you know. A birthday yeah? hug. Yeah. Yeah, birthday hug. Now, you come in. Come on, group hug. Yeah. Group hug. Little, slightly freaked out group hug. As you're having this group hug, Nat, your mind is going over this story that Taro has just told you. And I'm not going to make you roll a check for this because it was a huge thing that you went through where you escorted a wizard <gasps> fleeing fleeing uh, somewhere that she did not want to be to the tower <sighs> and as, you're, as you are thinking there's one thing I will ask you to roll me uh, and either an intelligence I think or a yeah an intelligence check I think or history if you're proficient in oh, it boy. Uh, I am okay history check we'll, we'll treat this as a history Ooh. check 22. You remember her exactly. You remember the journey. You remember the little things she told you. And you remember, as you were fighting your way through this tower, one of the doors opening and this indigo tiefling (gasps) peering out from behind the door. (gasps) Hey, what the fuck? And then disappearing again as the door closes and the fight continues. Hey. Oh, is that... Hey! Hey, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? (laughs)